superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to part ways. This is the Rich Eisen Show. All right, Chris, what are you thinking today? So many great memories. But look, I, I think we knew this was coming. I think it was one of those things I was saying it last year. It was just time for something different. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Coming up, Packers running back Aaron Jones. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Tom Pelissero and hour number one talking about the coaching carousel. Just to, I guess, sum it up, you can read the show rears as soon as this hour is over on the Roku channel. Uh, so you can watch it. And there's also our podcast. You can listen to all three hours um, of this show whenever you want. And certainly there's a lot of time over the weekend in between football games. Maybe you can catch up on things. Um, you, and that's where all podcasts can be acquired or heard. Uh, Tom basically said, don't sleep on the, uh, uh, the uh, folks in uh, Seattle not having – Pete Carroll there in the front office, that if Pete, if a job comes up, he'd take it, that he, that he likes a lot. Uh, also, there's a lot of questions about where Belichick might wind up. And also, um, well, I don't want to paraphrase too much of what Pelissero had to say. Just stay where you are. If you want to watch us uh, once again when this hour is over, you can do that. Aaron Jones of the Packers will help us take you to Super Wild Card Weekend. He's going to join us in our final segment of the show. I will preview all Six games best I can for you. But joining us right now from New England is one of our friends from NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Tom? Tremendous, Rich. How are you? I'm doing well. What a! I can't believe we now live in a world where it's a post-Belichick world in New England, and we live in a world where Bill Belichick's a free agent head coach to be signed. Uh, how did we get to this point, Tom? Well... I mean, we spoke in August, and you asked whether or not Bill Belichick was on the hot seat, and I said, yes, he is. Mm -hmm. And you expressed some disbelief at that point. I think that when we look at the arc of the ultimatums that were levied by Robert Kraft throughout the last three years, and mm -hmm. certainly in the offseason, uh, it indicated that Bill had to produce in 2023, and that Robert Kraft wanted a contending football team. And he didn't just not get the improvement. He got a cratering that he didn't expect. And as a result, this is where the Patriots are. And so how did it, uh, what's the, uh, if you will, clock tick-tock of the week? What what happened once the uh, Patriots lost, uh, remarkably, Belichick's last loss is to the Jets, which is maybe the unkindest final cut for him. Uh, what, what happened after that to the point where they stepped to the podium on Thursday and did that? Well, the decision was made fairly long ago as i reported in december after germany i had conversations when the patriots returned from that game and you and i spoke um and i also spoke to jason mccourty soon after that game that you guys both did and it was made very clear to me that a decision had been made at that juncture and that the two sides would be parting ways at the end of the season it wouldn't happen during the season and parting of the ways would be the way that it was phrased. So when they sat down to hear Bill's side of things or his pitch, it was more Bill would have to somehow change the craft's minds. And I don't think that anything that really happened between that juncture when I learned of the decision 
and the end of the season was enough to flip them. Now, had the Patriots gone 6-0 and from that juncture and Mac Jones had thrown for 20 touchdowns and two picks and they just missed or squeaked into the playoffs, maybe it would have been a different discussion. But certainly it remains status quo. They went 2-4 and four from that point on. So this conversation that occurred this week was more devoted to how do we amicably move forward? And I think that the Kraft family certainly, and, and to a large degree, I think Bill, were able to get to a point where they could amicably stand in front of the media and speak directly to New England about where things were. So while I don't think that there was a great charge on to change minds, nor could they be changed, the conversation was had, and then the rest of the time I think was spent figuring out how do we proceed. And we still don't know how they proceed. I mean, I would have liked to have asked, is there, and you don't ask about money, but we got to do that, is there a financial component that exists still with the Crafts? Is Bill still under contract and the Patriots have to pay him? Is there offset language or was it a clean split that the Patriots gave him? So all of those things we don't know right now. Is there, uh, what What about the idea that if, you know, you're saying that, because again, in Germany, Bob Kraft really wanted to win that game. I mean, for real. And, and I, I, I know that may sound absurd to many, but... The Patriots have had a foothold in the German market for a long time and and more than any other team in the NFL. He really wanted that W. And and that's when I t- turned to McCourty when we were at that walkthrough in um, in the stadium the, the day before and Kraft spoke to the team. And I turned to Jason. I'm like, does that usually happen? And he says, no, not really. And Kraft even <laughs> said that, you know, I, I, I very rarely speak to the team. And I, and I did. He wanted them to win that game in the worst way, and they didn't. So it makes complete sense that a, a dis- and, and the way that they lost it too. I mean, Mac Jones got benched, Bailey Zappi with a fake spike for the last interception to seal it. So that's a long-winded wind-up to say if that was the chasm and the split, then Belichick must have known that was it. So wouldn't he have you know beaten the the sticks to see where his next opportunity would go? Did he really make a play to try and stay in New England this past week? What do you think? I don't think there was any conversation had. I actually am certain that there was no conversation had with Bill Belichick between he and the Kraft that it's going to be over in a few weeks. Right. I don't think the Kraft wanted to pollute Bill with that thought. Um, you know, Bill is a proud man. And to be told, you're a lame duck, just keep coaching, buddy, was not going to cut it. So did Bill read the handwriting on the wall and start to make moves? I don't know. It's certainly judging by his conversation on Monday with the media. He sounded like a guy who wanted to stay here. Said he would keep coaching until he was told otherwise and doing his job. So my belief would be that his intention was to make a case to stay here in New England. But he's not naive. So where he has laid the groundwork, I do not know. Mm -hmm. Whether it be in Atlanta, which Mike Lombardi has indicated, whether it be Anywhere else. I mean, he has spoken so glowingly of the Jones family that despite all of those wonderful things that Jerry Jones has said about the coaching staff this season, it still does beg the question. There's a difference between Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick. And if the Cowboys flame out, do they go after Belichick? Or do they look at it and say, man, it's a a guy whose team just went 4-13. and Do they say, Rich, Hmm. yeah, but he went 4-13 and because his personnel was horrible. He's not in charge of personnel here. He'll be in charge of coaching the football team. All of those things would enter into any owner's mind right now is, who am I getting if I hire Bill Belichick? Tom Curran here on the Rich Eisen Show from NBC Sports Boston. And uh, before we just return to Belichick's future, Gerard Mayo is the new coach. And, you know, Bob Kraft, when he did meet with the media, says we're going to move relatively quickly. And it appears the fact that they're able to move that quickly is is that it was already in Mayo's contract. So Belichick probably knew that too, right? I mean, was that a dynamic playing out behind the scenes that he knew is the, the next coach was right there, Tom? Whether he knew it was written into the contract or not, Rich, I cannot, I can't say. Okay. But the fact that, I can't say it because I don't know, but the fact that Robert Kraft referred to Gerard Mayo as an heir apparent in March at the owners' meetings, the fact that he sent out a press release, which was unprecedented, 
saying that we are working on renegotiating a contract with Gerard Mayo to keep him here long term. And then when the title that he got was just linebackers coach, there were a lot of reasons to understand that Gerard Mayo was the person that they wanted to succeed Bill Belichick. And there are a lot of reasons to recommend Gerard Mayo as the next head coach, whether it be his personality, his charisma, his ability to lead, his knowledge about football, or the simple fact that the Patriots defense under Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick was friggin' lights out all year. I mean, Bill's spending his time primarily in offensive meetings and with the offensive line. The defense was not something he was coaching on a day-to-day basis. It was absolutely his blueprint. All those guys know everything they know about NFL defense and coaching because of Bill, but it was that defense is Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick's and the players this year executing what Bill's blueprint was. So, yeah, long story short, Bill probably certainly understood, and I think that there were times, I know there were times this year, where the dynamic was extremely awkward between them. So it's funny, Rich. Do you think that Gerard was, do you think it was a misstep? What do you mean? By the Crafts? To do what? Do you think it was a misstep by the Crafts to put that language in Gerard's contract because they didn't want him to go elsewhere? No, I, I think it, 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 it now proves if they wanted him, if, they, if this entire time they're like, this is the guy. They've seen it. They hear how players react to him behind the scenes. They see how he reacts to them. He sees how they see how he handles things and they love him. It put, makes no mistake for them to put it in there because it allows them to strike quickly. The question I think, and then we'll, we'll see if it's a mistake based on how he's actually the coach. And I do want to ask you a couple of questions on what things might look like with, with Mayo at the helm, but it does beg the question Mike Vrabel sitting out there, and I'm sure there's a ton of folks up there where you've parked your car to have this conversation, which I greatly appreciate, uh, are, are going to be like, wait a minute, uh, we know you love Mayo, and we know he's there, and we know him, you know, we know he's been a Patriot forever, but Vrabel's free. You gave him a red jacket. Was there no consideration of Mike Vrabel because this language is in the contract, Tom? They didn't deviate. They've been extremely methodical in everything they've done. And the indications I got this week after Vrabel became available is we love Mike Vrabel. But the direction that we'll be going in will will not be impacted Hmm. by the presence of Mike Vrabel. We've been methodical in what we've done, and we intend to go through with this the way we intended to. Now, had it not been written into the contract, would that be different? There's no way of really knowing. I will say this. The intention in signing Gerard Mayo to a two-year deal in the offseason and signing Belichick to a two-year deal at some point this past offseason was that the two guys' contracts would expire at the same time and then Mayo would elevate. That was supposed to happen after 2025. God willing that Bill was going to break Shula's record. But no one, and that's the thing is nobody saw 4-13. and I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Nobody saw it. A bad Patriots season means seven wins, not four, not two wins after 12 games or whatever it was. So what does it look like with Gerard Mayo in charge? I mean, again, what does everything look like with anybody not named Belichick in charge, right? I mean, there's been one way of doing things for 24 years in that building and in that organization. What's your best guess on how everything looks, Tom? Much more collaborative, Rich. You're not going to be able to see that on the outside, but – as Robert Kraft said yesterday, you need his managers. And he tried to not make this about Bill, but he said, look, every good manager needs some doctor knows around them. People who will say, this isn't a great idea. This isn't something that we ought to be doing, who will give pushback and feedback unfettered. And over the course of 24 years here, everybody's brain was formed by Bill relative to football, whether it be personnel or coaching. So some guys, even if they pulled at the reins a little bit, Mm. it's hard to go against Bill and his authority. So you'll see a more collaborative approach here, I think. I think the tenor of the organization will change fairly drastically, you know, from being kind of the Kremlin to, I don't know if it's, you know, a new day in America, continue (laughs) with, (laughs) but it's morning in America, right? That's it. Um, But it's, 
it's going to change in that way as well. But the bottom line is if Gerard Mayo and whoever is in charge of personnel can't get the quarterback right and can't get the offense to a point where they don't score six times offensively, touchdowns. I mean, Rich, they had six games where they didn't score a touchdown. If they can't improve that, then Gerard Mayo will be out like Bill was out. I would imagine he'll get a little more time because he's taking over an expansion-level offense. But this is critical that you get the right players. Any idea what number three overall is going to look like? You don't have any idea. Nobody does. No, I don't. I don't. Because, you know, so many things can happen. Even on that night, say Drake May drops to three, and now Jaden Daniels and Drake May are sitting there, and somebody's taking Marvin Harrison. And there's a team behind you that says, my God, we need to have Drake May. Well, all of a sudden, that third overall pick mm. can set you up for not just this draft, but the next draft. So the Philadelphia Eagles were able to execute that a few years ago. They manufactured a loss against the New York Giants. They went from like 11 to 6, traded again, went down, got Devontae Smith. And the next year they got, I can't remember who it was, but it was a talented defensive lineman from Georgia. So There's Jordan it's hard Davis. to say who you'll get. Yeah, it's Correct. Jordan Davis. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Do you get the quarterback before you get put the foundation in, or do you get the foundation first? And if you, knowing that you're probably, God willing, not going to be up in the top five again, if you start to get things right. And I don't, I don't think you have a crystal ball in your uh, glove compartment, but if you do have one in your glove box, what, what's what's Belichick 2024? He is what fall of 2024. Bill Belichick is, and you can choose anything on on TV, uh, and the coach of fill in the blank. What do you got for me, Tom? I think TV is the best move, believe it or not, even though he is uh, a septuagenarian. I think TV would be a great move for him because it gives him an opportunity to go, bounce his grandkids on his knees, assemble a staff the way that he wants to, catch his breath, and pick the location that he wants to be in. And really figure out, how, how long will it take me to get 15 more wins? Because the last two years, he got 12. So what does he want to do? And I think television would make sense. But that would be, as Bill has said in the past, like the treadmill stopping while you're still running on it. And I think that he'll most likely go coach. And again, I trust Mike Lombardi, and he says Atlanta. So he doesn't say Atlanta like it's going to happen, but just that they should come hard for his services. And I believe that that makes a lot of sense. Why? Ownership. Do you want to go to Carolina and work with David Tepper, who seems to be extremely involved? They've already hired Adam Peters in Washington. Do you want to go cross country to work with Justin Herbert? It's enticing, but it's not what we would call a deep pocketed ownership group. Chicago's not going anywhere. Who am I missing? Well, you're missing Vegas as well. Tom Brady not calling him up saying, come here, you know. And there's that. Yeah. Um, He'd have to have a short memory, Tom Wood, if he brings him out there. Tennessee. Uh, but Or, obviously, the, the mother load you're talking about is if Dallas makes a move. I, that, I, I just find that one hard to believe, Tom. But everything else has been hard to believe. I mean, I do, too. You know, I mean, the bottom line is Bill Belichick's a free agent head coach, and I never thought I would be saying that into this microphone after uh, after our last year. And I was right. I was a naysayer in August, but I see it now. Tom, thanks for the time, brother. You're the best. How did I do keeping the phone steady? You're great. Incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you've been phenomenal. There you go. That's the Duncan in you right there. The full, the, <laughs> that's a full-fuel Duncan right there. Thanks, Tom. You're the best. Thanks, brother. See you, bud. Take right care. There. The great Thank Tom Curran. You bet. Right back at you. I knew he'd be perfect today. Game time tickets. Get the app on any mobile device and start buying tickets to an event near you. Sports, music, comedy, theater, right on your app in the palm of your hand. Two taps of your finger. Boom, you buy tickets. If you're curious about what the view from your seat looks like, there's that feature. You know exactly what your view from your seat is before you buy. So you know what to expect when you arrive. If you want to see your prices, for purchasing your tickets all in up front, there's that too. You know you're getting a great deal before checking out. All the guesswork removed from buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code RICH 
For $20 off your first purchase, restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account and redeem your code RICH for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. When we come back, some interesting facts about next year's schedule. This weekend's wildcard, Aaron Jones of the Packers, still to come. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is it like where you're back there? You know you're going to get it. Yeah. The eight in the box or nine in the box yeah. that you see knows you're going to get it. Yeah. And you know you're going to give it to them. Yeah. And they know you're going to give it to them. <laughs> what is that like? For you, I, I just I just love the game. I love having the ball in my hands, and I love making plays. And I don't know, I just it's just the game, man. Like that feeling when you, when everybody knows and they can't stop it. It's just it's an indescribable feeling, man. And that's just speaking for like us as a team. And you know, I just. I just love the game. Yeah, I know it's you're smiling. You're just smiling as you're saying fun. this. It is just, it must be an amazing feeling. Yeah, a lot of fun. To have that ability. Derek Henry here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did you hear what Earl Thomas said before the divisional playoff game in Baltimore, saying that the, the Patriots didn't want to tackle you, but they were going to have a different Oh, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Everybody was sending it to me. Everybody was showing it to me. Yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Okay, so now later on, you're in Baltimore. You get the ball. You're on the edge. Did you know that was Earl Thomas? That yes, was coming for definitely you. Knew Earl Thomas. Did you give him a second shove because it was Earl Thomas? Yes. <laughs> I was wondering because <laughs> yes. you gave him you gave him one in the front, and you gave him one slightly unnecessary one in the back. But what's so funny about that is I was so focused on giving him another shove that I ran myself out of bounds. <laughs> So I remember the first time he kind of turned around, yeah. and I could have turned up Phil, but I was so focused on this, like, giving him a show that I ran myself out of bounds. But, yeah, but yeah, I definitely did that because of that. So then the last question is, was it worth it to run yourself out of bounds? I think it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Josh in Washington, D.C., you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Josh? Hey, Rich. How are you today? What's going on, Josh? Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to T.J. Brockman and Mike. Uh, I love the show, guys. Love to listen. Jay's here. Um, Jay's here. Mike's got Jay, – Jay's shout here. Shout-out, brother. Yeah, got a shout-out, Jason. Uh, Mike, Mike hey, tapped Jason, out today. Sorry, shout it's out all good. It's I just want to make sure uh, it's not uh, awkward. Rich. Yeah, Josh. The first thing I want to say was congratulations on Monday. This coming from a Michigan State alum. Wow. 
That's um, nice of you. Thank you. You might not recall, Rich, the, the last time I called into your show is October of 2021. The week Michigan played Michigan State, and Kenneth Walker ran for five rushing touchdowns. I recall that. Um, the only reason, yep. The only reason I say that is, you know, throughout this whole cycle, we've seen so many ups and downs, and, and to see you so joyous has been infectious. Thank week. you. That's very nice um, of you to say that, Josh. Thank you. I appreciate and that. I just want I want to see some of that joy for my Lions this Sunday. <laughs> um, I think a big a big theme of, of the week that you guys have been talking about so far is the guy after the guy. Um, Here's a guy after the guy, Jared Goff, right? We have our ex-girlfriend coming to town, Matt Stafford, on Sunday. <laughs> Ex-wife. Night. Really? Uh, and right. we're excited, and frankly, I'm nervous. And, and we could just use a little bit of that Michigan magic that you got on Monday, Rich, for, okay. for hopefully a Lions playoff home win on Sunday. And that's, I, that's what I want to talk about. I appreciate you saying that, Josh. I send my best to you out there and, and appreciate that. And uh, thanks for the call, Josh. And hopefully Josh just showed you, as a Michigan State fan, calling in to wish me congratulations on Michigan. Hopefully, Josh sets the standard by showing how you can be classy in the face of your rival winning. And that's how I welcome in somebody who's been hiding (laughs) after being reinstated here on this program. My poker friend Murph. From Wisconsin, now here in Los Angeles, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Murph? You calling in? Good morning. You made it. Good morning. Yeah. What's I up, did. Murph? What's yeah, up, I Murph? Only had to wait, I only had to wait 28 minutes, but that's okay. You I'm, know what? I'm here. You know, it's, it's kind of like Jerry. He doesn't just let you get a table at Sugarfish, does he, Murph? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you got to You got to wait. Even gotta if you wait, got a piece yeah. of the action like you do. You know what I mean? You still got to so wait. That, that was a hell of an intro. Very good uh, <laughs> Thanks, Murph. there. And, and I'm calling to say congratulations. It was uh, not only a great uh, national championship, but you guys killed it all year. Thank you, Murph. And, uh, I appreciate that. I, it, it's hard for me to say because I grew up hating Michigan. Bo Schembechler used to run the score up on us poor Wisconsin Badgers back then. Yeah. And uh, as you know, I the only team I don't root for in the Big Ten. But I, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, you Thank guys you, killed it. You killed it. Well, you, does, does this? Uh, I mean, is a little piece of you dying right now, or, or no, what? no, no? You know what I'm excited about, Rich? What are you excited? I'm excited about? about my Green Bay Packers being an underdog in a playoff game that we probably shouldn't have been in as the youngest team in the NFL ever to be the playoffs and the youngest team in the NFL this year. It's exciting to watch. It's really fun. Well, we've got and Aaron uh, Jones coming up in 13 minutes. I know, I know. I heard that. I heard that. Waiting. I got. I got to listen to him. He's. He's awesome. He's. He's provided the difference in the last three or four games. I mean, he's we got to have him. He's hey, great. man, and the bottom line is, you know, Gutekunst has put together a team again, and the Packers appear to have gotten, again, you can't say this about love is Rodgers, just like Rodgers turned into Favre, and by that I mean yeah. um, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. But the kid has right. got – a head on his shoulders and a cannon for an arm and an uncanny ability to extend a play still looking downfield to find these receivers who combined make $7 million a year. You know, I don't know, man. You've got a shot this weekend, Murph. I know. I Well, I mean, can you imagine Jerry Jones' face with his veins popping out on national TV if we win? I mean, when they shoot up him in the, in the suite and then the McCarthy thing, I mean, you know, the oh, going back, going against right. our former coach. But you know what I'm most excited about is I don't have any expectations for the first time in a long time. You know, with Rodgers, you always had expectations because he's so good. And, you know, then, of course, came all the drama. And uh, it's just so refreshing this year. There's no drama, and it's like all these young guys going out to win. It's just been fantastic. Murph. I mean, they make, they make mistakes, but it doesn't matter. It's like they got, they got to the playoffs, and they probably shouldn't have. So I'm just excited. Really house, excited. house money. Murph's playing it right now. The rest of the Packers. Thanks for the call, house Murph. House money. Good for you. Funny. And by the way, I have just two last points, Rich. Number one is you should have trusted me. You didn't trust me. What do you mean I didn't trust uh, you? What do you mean? Last night, you didn't trust me. What do you mean I didn't trust uh, you? Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were you – yeah, no, you had the better hand, Murph. What else? What else? <laughs> what else? The second thing is I don't want to bring this up because it's kind of a sensitive subject, but you said the word D-A-M-N on the, on the air about 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, way got, worse than your four-letter word, pal. Way worse. I got banned for a different word. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you got to clean it up, my man. You <laughs> Thank you, Murph. Up. Thanks, Murph. All right, take care. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Murph. Right. 
reformed on-air profaner, <laughs> as he was identified on his. Yeah, Murph's got a graphic. Right on the dump, Murph's got a graphic. Yeah, but be careful with him. Potty mouth Murph. You know, I I I pounded the table for Murph to be real. I know you did for years. You know, had a little free Murph. So, hey guys, there's an int- the uh, the NFL um, just announced next year's home and away schedule for each team. Oh, Ooh. nice. What do we got? And and again, I don't know how they decide who's home and who's away. Do they flip a coin sometimes? You, you Again, you know which division your division is playing next yeah. year, and you know which division your division is playing in the other conference next year, and you know who the 17th game, again, we're going to have to stop referring to that, is going to be. That's all you know in the cards. And now when you finish in a certain place, you know who you're going to be playing as well based on you play that same team that finished in the same spot in the other divisions in your own conference, as well as that 17th game. Everyone was saying that the 17th game for the AFC East was supposed to be against the NFC North's finishing of places. So what I meant, like, so when you're seeing that the Packers were languishing and the Jets were languishing, a lot of people were saying it's possible the Jets can play the Packers and thus Rodgers would get a shot. But as we all know, the Packers did not finish in the same place as the Jets. So these are the things I'm just throwing out there now that we know who's playing who. And I've got a couple interesting ones for you. Uh, The Bills are going to play Kansas City and San Francisco at home. Ooh. Yeah. How about that? So if the Bills, let's just say, take on the Niners in the Super Bowl, there's a rematch in Buffalo. Nice. And then Kansas City, you know, they may get Kansas City in a divisional round finally in their building. They're definitely getting Kansas City in their building in the regular season. They're also um, at Baltimore. If that is an AFC championship game, right? We're going to get that rematch. We already knew that. But it's at Baltimore. And you and Del Tufo will have to figure out how you're Who's taking Mike Hoskins to Bills at Rams next year? Hey, all right. Okay. Hoskins, I'm taking care of you right now, pal. Nice. You take care of me. Let's just say Belichick takes the job at the Chargers. Okay. Chargers are at the Patriots next year. <laughs> Falcons are not ah. on the Patriots schedule at all. Commanders? Let's say Jim Harbaugh takes the Chargers job, okay. which a lot of people are saying is going to happen. Yep. The Ravens are at the Chargers next year. A Harbaugh out here in Los Angeles is possible. 49ers, Chargers, former team? Um, The Chargers, are they playing the 49ers? Good question, Chris. Chargers are not. The Chargers are not playing the 49ers. Okay. Okay. So that's an interesting one. The 49ers, however, are at Kansas City. That's an interesting one. Uh, The Cowboys are at San Francisco again, pal. (laughs) So if that is an NFC championship game, they'll rematch it. Again in San Francisco. At some point, you're going to have to go to San Francisco and win a game is what I'm saying to you. Um, The Eagles are going back to Tampa Bay. So if they win, I mean, if they lose, they're they're going back there again. Um, The Lions are at the Rams. So Stafford's going to have his former team here. Nice. That's an interesting one for you. Um, Atlanta, let's just say Belichick takes the Atlanta job. Okay. They are playing the NFC East next year. So all of them, all the old hits. Fun. And Atlanta um, is taking on Pittsburgh. So we might get one more Tomlin Belichick out of it. If that happens. Or Belichick versus Rabel. Um, Belichick versus Rabel. (laughs) Nice one. Just some interesting facts right there. Cool. And, hey, look who's going to be getting the Alabama job. It is Kalen DeBoer. And this is amazing. If he gets – it looks like he's on – Pete Thamel says he's on the cusp of getting it. Yeah, they're finalizing. He had, a, he had an appearance on the uh, Westwood One station, KJR, up there in Seattle that I called into on the national championship day um, to have a conversation. It was canceled. He wasn't – his appearance was canceled today. Um, doesn't look like he's going to be making that appearance as the Washington. How as a Washington? If he's the Alabama head coach, when at, when Nick Saban took the job in Alabama, 
Kalen DeBoer was in Sioux Falls. Yeah, Division II school. And he played there. He played wide receiver there. And then he became the offensive coordinator and wide receiver coach of Southern Illinois. Yep. He was the head coach at Sioux Falls when Nick Saban took the job in Alabama. And then he became the OC in Eastern Michigan down the road from the University of Michigan in beautiful Ypsilanti. Then he became the Fresno State coordinator. Then he was Indiana's coordinator before taking the Fresno State job all along. Who knew? This was the guy who was going to take Nick Saban's spot in Alabama. Go figure that. And one last go figure. Kalen DeBoer taking the job in Alabama means Michigan retired his predecessor and then got him essentially in a national championship game as his final coach there in Washington, where he then went and took the job that Nick Saban vacated after losing to Michigan. All I'm saying is go blue. Your ability to weave Michigan into almost any story is not truly Michigan. amazing. It's myself. It's amazing. I'm weaving I'm myself in, TJ. What is the name of this show? My goodness. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yes. But it is wild. <laughs> Michigan beats Alabama. Saban retires, then beats Washington, and then Washington coaches. Washington's coach leaves for Alabama. And the through line is Michigan. In that little subset. But Kalen DeBoer, how about that? Is he the first coach in Alabama history to have a Sioux Falls gig on his resume? Oh, man. What a story. What an ascension. He was 67 and 3 at Sioux Falls. Oh, he's just, he's won everywhere. and 6 in Fresno and then 25 and 3 the last two years at Washington. Won everywhere. And he's the next coach of Alabama football. Crazy. Let's take a break. When we come back. None other than Aaron Jones, everybody, of the Green Bay Packers. When we come back to take you to Super Wild Card Weekend. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't understand why you're surprised when I said what I said, TJ, because what does Alabama and Washington have in common? Uh, they both lost to Michigan? Yeah. Like, what else do they have in common now that Kalen DeBoer is taking the job that Nick Saban has vacated I, I, due to his retirement? Look, and who just... beat them? Who beat Alabama to send him into retirement, shocking us all? And who, who did... Who did Washington? I'm just saying it's like six degrees not of Kevin be. Bacon, except with you at six degrees. Oh, of I'm just no. What I'm trying to do is trying to weave things together. I, I I'm, I'm I'm a I'm a story weaver, <laughs> and you know what stories are tapestries when yeah. you weave them together. Otherwise, they're just stories. That's a good point. So I'm trying to weave them together and create an image in the mind's eye of our viewers and listeners. That's why they keep coming back. And what did I say? I said, I'm amazed by your ability. No, I don't think you said it that way. You, you, you kind of said it in a way that made it seem like I'm making it about myself. And I am. I am. You're right. Guilty as charged. You know, I'm just saying. You want me to say it with my chest, too? Should I put the microphone in my chest? Like, should I do that? <laughs> It's not even a weekend. Look, I'm not saying for you not to be happy. I'm just, you know. He is. Well, you know how he is. Uh, 
He doesn't want to How is see he? you happy. How he, is he? he Let's talk about happy. him like he's not sitting he, there. He don't want to see you happy. You know what I mean? Yes, you do. Chris, no, you he do. He does not. Nothing he is... does until I start talking about how happy I am. Then he wants me to stop. <laughs> right. I don't think anything's proven that to be wrong. He does not want to see you happy. Again, so the, you know what is not wrong? Nick Saban retiring after losing to Michigan, okay. and then after Washington loses to Michigan, the guy who coached Washington took Alabama's job. And the through line is Michigan beating them both to win the national championship. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Look who's joining us to take hey. us to Super Wild Card Weekend before he takes himself to... Dallas for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones is back in the playoffs, people. Good to see you, Aaron. How are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good. Thank you. Oh, buddy, you're going to your home state. Are you not? I am. I'm excited to go back uh, home to the state of Texas. All right. How many tickets? How many tickets have you been working uh, on this week? What do you got? I've gotten, so far, I've gotten probably about 20 tickets Woo! and 15 months or yeah, more. Buddy. You still, wait a minute. Aaron Jones plus 20 is still not enough? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> what do we got? What do we need? What do you need? Uh, about like five more, six more. Oh, come on now. So, so who who's not using their tickets in your in your locker room, right? Have you found those people yet? It, it's the playoffs. Everybody everybody wants to be at the show, you know. Well, I mean, wait a minute. One of your teammates uh, uh, went out to the coin toss by himself because it was his hometown. I mean, shouldn't you just like pull and pull a Jair and just start taking tickets from people? Shouldn't you do that? Shouldn't you do that? Possible. <laughs> you should do that. Okay, so you're pl- man. I, I am so excited for you to go back to Dallas or to go back. Uh, how close is Dallas to your home? Uh, Dallas is about nine and a half hours. Okay, so it's a drive for a bunch of people. Um, it's a drive, yes, sir. What does it mean for you to be back in the playoffs right now? Uh, it means a lot, uh, not only for myself, but for my team as well, uh, for the organization. You know, we were in this situation last year, uh, didn't come out on the right side of that. And to be in that situation again, you know, all the work that you've put in, the time that you've put in, that everybody's invested. And to come out on the right side of that, it's it's a really great feeling. Uh, it also shows that your hard work doesn't go for anything. And uh, and all that all that you've built is it came to fruition. And you're now the OG Aaron in the situation because <laughs> the uh, the previous is now in New York. How is your role on all of this with so many young players? You're the youngest team to ever gain a playoff spot in the history of the NFL, Aaron. Your role is what here? Uh, just to continue to lead, lead, lead these guys. Uh, you know, that's been my goal this whole time. Uh, you know, just make sure that they're ready to play. Uh, I know they're they're capable of playing, but just you know, got to be on top of everything from communication, uh, verbal, nonverbal, to you know, it'll be loud in there, uh, to the small things. At at this point, uh, when you get to playoff football, the it's the small things, the execution, uh, who makes the least amount of mistakes is what what separates everybody. Please let's talk about your quarterback a little bit here because he has had a remarkable season, certainly when. Well, as one might think, in their first foray as being a starting quarterback in the NFL, some ups and downs. Um, but the ups in the last month of the season have definitely helped take your team to Dallas. What have you seen from Jordan Love all season long that is the consistent through line through all of this? Calm, cool, and collected, never too high. Uh, never too low, uh, you know, and I feel like that's who we that's who, what we need, you know, when when things aren't going your way. If you have somebody who's in the huddle, who's calm, cool and collected, like, hey, this is what we're about to this is what we're going to go down and do. We're OK, blah, blah, blah. Um, it keeps the whole team calm. You know, you're, you're never rattled. You're never scrambling. You're not blinking. You're always ready. Um, but I, w- I would say just how calm, cool and collected he is. He never gets rattled. And what's a good example? Can you remember a moment in a game when it came through that came through? Uh, I just I just flashed back to week, what was it? Week two, I want to say it was week two when we played the Saints, week three maybe? Mm-hmm. Week three. Yeah, week Four three. You, you, you started against the Bears, and then if I'm not mistaken, you, won, you, you took on the Falcons and then the, then the Saints at home, right? Was that your home sure. opener? 
Yes, sir. You're correct. So okay. uh, that game, you kind of just see, you know, we were down 17 um, and he just calls everybody up and he's like, hey, we, you pretty much we got a choice here. What are we going to do? Um, you're going to either play ball. Or we're going to lay down. Um, but it was all calm, cool and collected. He wasn't, you know, getting on anybody's behind or um, anything like that. He was just he was pushing us and it, it really turned us around and you've you seen us uh, come back and he put on a show and I think you start seeing his confidence then and he showed that he was a gamer. Well, then, and then, then the adversity, let, let me ask you about how you saw him overcome that adversity because the next week, just a few days later was that Thursday night against the lions where they, they kind of had their way in Lambeau um, and then came Thanksgiving where it was a complete flipping of the script. And that was when, things began to truly take hold, I think, on your team, Aaron, where where you could see um, you could see a change. You could see Rashawn Gary going off. You could see the defensive line doing its thing. You could see Jordan in the offense with the young receivers doing their thing. What what happened with Jordan after that Thursday night tail kicking that um, didn't drag you guys down? Well, we just we got together as a unit and you know, we we talked about Everything and like I said, much like these playoffs, it comes down to the small, uh, minute details in this game that's going to either separate you or make you success, uh, play successful or unsuccessful. And all eleven have to be on the same page. You can't have nine doing the right thing and two doing something else. Uh, you know, things are never work or it's not going to work the way it's supposed to. It may still work, but not the way it's supposed to. Um, so, you know, just kind of echoing some of that and then just uh, blocking out the outside noise, trusting each other and believing in each other. Like that was the biggest thing uh, through the adversity, just sticking together. And then interesting, you use the word, uh, the number 11. I assume that's been circled in your, your meeting rooms all week long. Number 11. Oh, that's for sure. For sure. I mean, so what challenges do you see going to Dallas? You know them. I just would love for you to throw them out there for for me and for the Packers fans that uh, that are that are eager to see a W Sunday. Uh, definitely. You know they they get after they get after the quarterback. Uh, so we just gotta we gotta be clean on our protection and and our communication and keep Jordan clean so we give him time to to operate uh but you know they got they got guys uh every level they have to marcus lawrence and uh michael parsons uh you know those two guys can wreck a game uh if you let them they like to try to get them in one-on-one situations to uh so they can so they can rush the passer and then uh, they play a lot of man on the back end uh they have their dbs have good uh really good ball skills you know, so uh, they, like, they like to try to get pressure on you and make it tough on you, uh, for you in the back end. Man, I'm so excited for this game. And I'm excited for you. It's been uh, – what, what's, what's the adjective you would use to describe your season, Aaron Jones? Um, mm, that's a great question. Thank you. I, I wouldn't say uh, – I guess you could say roller coaster. Right. I mean, just you trying to stay healthy, and then when you're healthy, you just you look like the Aaron Jones we all know and love, you know. So, yes, sir. That's the that's the biggest part. Just staying healthy. Uh, you know, once I felt like once I was able to get back healthy, now it's just maintaining that and continue to play at this high level, and you know, just show show everybody. Well, let's. You can't say Showtime without show, right, Aaron? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? I'm just trying to you see if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, and what do you think it would mean to come up with this win on Sunday? Uh, I think it would mean a lot uh, for our team uh, go, going forward, everything. You know, just uh, how you said we got a young team. Nobody expect us, expects us to win, but we believe it, believe in ourselves and we believe that we can we can get it done. So um, it'll be a, a, it'll mean a lot, but it would be one step closer to accomplishing our true end goal, which is getting one step closer to the Super Bowl. And what, what, if you're willing to share, is Matt LaFleur's message to you guys this week? What has he been saying? Uh, pretty much that we've been, you know, we've been in playoff games the last three games. Nothing, Nothing's different uh, in this one. Just win or go home, just like the last couple weeks have been. Mm -hmm. uh, 
we've been we've been in the playoffs and just that um how i said it is going to come down to those small little details and and execution so make sure that you're you're in your books you're taking that extra time and then um your your body's right as well ready for sunday and then of course mike mccarthy's on the other sideline was he the one that got on the phone with you after you were drafted uh no sir he wasn't it was ted thompson oh it was ted thompson may he rest in peace and so is there any is there any um memory of mccarthy that you have that uh you want to throw out there is you're going to see him Next uh, yes, I remember I was I was with him my first two years. Uh, you know, he's a great offensive mind, a, a great coach, and uh, just have a lot of respect for him and excited to see him on Sunday. Okay, Aaron Jones, thanks for the time. I always appreciate you taking the time for this program. I don't take it for granted, so thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. Enjoy it. That's Aaron Jones at Showtime underscore 33, and it's with a Y. Make sure you spell it right. Out there on Twitter, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. There he is. There he goes. You don't want any piece of him. You know, that's I, the guy who can make your Sunday miserable. Yeah, what's one thing that the Dallas defense does not do well? Stop, stop Aaron Jones. Stop the run. So Aaron Jones is gonna be a problem. And AJ Dillon, roll him downhill. Yeah. But also I mean, I really Aaron Jones is calling this show multiple times. I have him on my fantasy team almost yearly. I really like Aaron Jones, so I, I can't say anything bad. Yeah, it's oh, gonna be a, he's one of the, he's one to root for. It's gonna be hard. For it's gonna sure. be tough to stop him, man. Who's not giving Aaron Jones tickets? You yeah, gotta find a rookie. There's only so many. Yeah, but you got to find a rookie and make him give him up. But, but I mean, does but one of those receivers like yeah, Jaden Reed doesn't get any. Uh, I mean, if I if you know if somebody came up to me and say, "Hey, my family's in Texas. Can I have your tickets?" I'm like, "Sure, go for it." I'm from New York. What do I know? I don't know anybody in Texas. It's snowing like crazy. They may, they may not get out of there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they will. I'll be ashamed if the game. They so if Kalen DeBoer doesn't take the job, you know who might? Mike McCarthy? Ryan Day. Because oh. who, 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 who beat him last? <laughs> oh, gosh. James Franklin, is he next? Uh, no, it's, it's uh, well, actually, Ferentz. we skipped over Ferentz. Fer- yeah, then yeah. Ryan Day. Yeah. Loxley in Maryland. Yeah. By the way, by the way, former Alabama staffer, they wouldn't be. That wouldn't be a bad choice, by the way. Who else? He's a great coach. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Tulia entered the portal. Maybe you bring him there, right? There you go. Bring him there with you, if you're Loxley. Loxley. Who else? Franklin? Well, yeah. we beat, and then we beat the interim coach at Michigan State. They're not going to hire him there. We yeah. just keep going on and on. Keep going. Because yeah. that is the predicate. Like, hey. What about did Michigan beat you in your last game? What about Jim? No. Well, then you're not hired. Maybe not Jim hired. would want to be the Alabama nah. coach. No. Nah. Nope. You know, Michigan nope. a nice stepping stone to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how's that possible? When we stepped on them in the Rose Bowl, Why pal. Why not? How's that? How's Why that possible? Why not? You know, you just you just keep trying to build in Syracuse. We'll 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 we'll, we'll hey, take a look at I'm, it. I'm very happy. We'll keep taking a look at it. Hey, we'll schedule you. Okay. Great. <laughs> Sold. What a great way to end this program. <laughs> Have a great super wild card weekend, everybody. Back on the Roku channel to wrap in a sec. (laughs) 